Hello, I'm Pastor Heath at Sanctuary. Thanks for joining in online. I want to talk to you today about a message entitled The Absent Shepherd. If you have a Bible, turn with me to John chapter 20, verse 19, as we read a passage that's between the moment Jesus was crucified and showed up again on the third day. It says this in John chapter 20, verse 19. So when it was evening on that day, the first day of the week, and when the doors were shut where the disciples were for fear of the Jews, think that word fear, fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood in their midst and said to them, Peace be with you. And when he had said this, he showed them both his hands and his side. The disciples then rejoiced and they saw the Lord. So Jesus said to them again, note that again, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, I also send you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. Let's pray just for a moment. Father, I pray for every person watching and listening to this message today. God, they be encouraged, <clears throat> Lord, that you are not an absent shepherd. Father, that you are with us, Lord, as we are filled with the power of the Holy Spirit as believers in Jesus Christ. And if we're not today a believer, if we're not today filled with the Spirit, God, may we find you that you are available and ready to receive us. In Jesus' name, amen. Uh, I look at this passage. This is the first Easter. It's the moment between when Jesus had died on the cross and was buried in the tomb, and then there was a Saturday. So that would be Friday. He was buried Friday afternoon, and then Saturday the disciples would stay in the town of Jerusalem. They were hunkered together, it says, for fear of the Jews. And then on Sunday morning they were still there. And when the ladies that were following Jesus went to the tomb, and if you read the story on further, that he rose from the grave, they saw an angel, they saw him, and then they saw Jesus now appearing uh, in this room with them. And what does he do? He says, peace in the midst of their fear. And he gives them the solution, the Holy Spirit. There was an absence felt when the shepherd was gone, Jesus. And no doubt today, all around the world, we feel this great absence. We have an absence of, of movies. We can't go to sporting events or concerts. We're absent from our work, from our families even. And we're absent from the church. Uh, and what does that mean for a believer? What do we miss when we're absent from the church? And maybe today you don't, you're not one who goes to church often. And let me tell you what I miss uh, from going to church. Maybe uh, that you can add to this if you are a believer. I miss the songs that we sing together, obviously. I miss that we, to hear the word in person. But I miss the hugs. I miss the warm handshakes. I miss the laying on of hands in prayer where someone can come alongside you and encourage you and lay hand and pray for you. I miss seeing all the gifts of people uh, that the Lord gives to be in operation in a church that one can teach and one can preach and one can serve and one cooks and one does our kids and one does the youth and, and one sings and one runs the media. All of it works together for the glory of God. Every member, every part of the body doing their part for the whole. I miss seeing that miracle in action. Uh, and, and in the Bible it talks about the church often being like a flock. Uh, and you never see sheep really alone. In fact, it's the one lost sheep uh, that we talk about that gets eaten by the wolves or lost into danger. And I don't know about you, but when I think about sheep, I don't see them roaming through the woods. I see them together in one flock. And the Bible says the church is that way too, that we are meant to be together. 
or in one accord or in oneness, that, that we are united in spirit and that togetherness is a part of who God has designed the church to be. And just like that, just like sheep are meant to be together, so are they meant to have a shepherd. Again, I don't think about sheep in the woods off roaming by themselves, and maybe there are, but I just sense I see a shepherd or a sheepdog with the sheep together, united. And as I've gotten to be uh, in the Lord and as a pastor over the last uh, several years, 13 years, is that I've felt really God's heart given to me uh, for my people, the people that I have grown to love and care about. Uh, and as I was praying over this um, message and, and through this season as we were all quarantined in our homes in the United States in 2020, I really felt God impart to me something about His heart for us and for the world. It's that just as I am an absent shepherd in this moment uh, and a long to be with the sheep, the flock of God, God too has a longing to be with people. And also, and I think we can identify with this, absence. For so many people, God is an absent shepherd. And as I get, I notice that I feel an absence towards missing church, I think about all those who have never experienced the wonder of being the people of God. Maybe that's you today. All that we miss out on being the church, we feel absent, we feel vacant from, we feel separated from. There's a longing there that I have, but had I never known that experience, I wouldn't miss it. And I think about all the people in the world every day, they are feeling and experiencing what I am feeling right now by not being with God's people. They're absent. To them, God is an absent shepherd, and they feel this same emptiness, and maybe most of them don't even know it. But now I can identify with them what it feels like never to go to church every week, or what it feels like not to have the warm embrace of a body of believers, what it feels like not to have someone praying for you and laying on hands or seeing the miracle that is the church and knowing that God is really with me. So let me tell you about our story about the absent shepherd. And in our absence, this one thought I want you to get today is that in this absence that the whole world is feeling right now, we can realize and identify with so many people that God to them is an absent shepherd. You see, our story begins in the Old Testament, the very first, the first half or so of the Bible. And the story of Israel, God's chosen people through Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And in this Old Testament narrative, God as a father longed to be with his people. In fact, he often calls Israel the flock or the, the people, his bride. And, and one of those images being the flock is that God longed to shepherd his people. But because sin had separated us from God's presence and only, uh, only one man once a year with much work and much labor and much sacrifice could even attempt to go into the presence of God and, and even then it was veiled. In all of that, God instituted some ministers. He put some kings, some priests, some prophets, some Levites in place to help shepherd God's people, to be present with them, to love them, and to lead them as He would in His stead until the time He could send us a solution for our sin issue, a solution for that separation. But for so many people in the world in the Old Testament, God was an absent shepherd. And God grew uh, upset with so many of these leaders who didn't lead in love like God did. And in the Bible, in Ezekiel chapter 34, verse 2, God told one of the prophets, Ezekiel, 
to prophesy against these false shepherds. He says this in Ezekiel 34 verse 2 says, Woe to the shepherds of Israel who have been feeding themselves. And he goes on in verse 11, he says, Behold, I myself will search for my sheep and seek them out. God longed to be with people. He didn't like the absence that he had with them. And whether they knew that they were absent from him or not, is it we see here, he says, I myself will search out and seek my sheep. Well, we can fast forward to the first century when Jesus is born and and the Bible says in John chapter 1 that we beheld him in his glory. We saw him manifest the full revelation of God, that God, the word, the word of God, the spoken Logos word of God became flesh and became one of us. He dwelt among us as one of us, 100% man, 100% God. He came because God said, I'm going to search for my sheep. I'm going to seek them out. And that's what God was doing when he sent Jesus. And look what Jesus says. In John 19, he says that he came to seek and to save that which was lost. Just like God said in Ezekiel that he had planned to do for many, many years before. And when Jesus steps onto the scene and begins to minister, he begins to act just like that shepherd. In fact, in John chapter 10, verse 11, you can turn there, it says this. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for his sheep. You see, while many others had abandoned people, God's people to the wolves and not love them or led them like they should. Jesus says, I am going to not only lead them and love them as a good shepherd, I'm going to die for them. I'm going to make a way where all of this absence is gone, where there is no longer any absence between me and people. And let's look at that passage again. It says that John chapter 20 verse 19 as God had been so present for, uh, for these disciples and His early people on this Easter Sunday, they feared when He left. In fact, the very night that He was going to be betrayed, He was telling them, He said, I'm not going to be with you much longer. I'm going to be absent from you again. Uh, and they immediately began to panic. He says, no, 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 but guess what? Uh, I'm, it's good that I go away because I'm going to send the promise of my Father, the Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit, the Comforter, the Helper, the Advocate. He's going to be with you. He's going to teach you. He's going to never leave you. In fact, it's, it's, it is, listen to me, it's really good that I go. It didn't make much sense to them, and so they didn't know the hour that was at hand, so they saw Him crucified, betrayed, spit on, spat on, beaten, and then buried. And on the third day, though, as they sat there in fear, some believed and so many had doubted. They heard the marvelous story from these ladies about His resurrection and boom, in their midst, there He was. John chapter 20, verse 19. It was evening on that day, the first day of the week, the Sabbath. And when the doors were shut, they were there for fear. And Jesus says, peace be with you. He shows them who He is, His scars, His hands, and His, his hands and His side that had scars on it from the cross and he said peace be with you as the father has sent me remember how the father sent him to be the good shepherd to be the advocate to be present to tell the world that God is not an absent shepherd he says I also now send you and how I say receive the Holy Spirit through the coming of the Holy Spirit now every believer would have the indwelling of God's presence. This is the good news, that now because the separation of our sin was atoned for on the cross, that Jesus was that sacrifice that we needed to come into the presence of God. He allows for the Holy Spirit to come into our heart. So now this 
good shepherd, this good shepherd Jesus can say to you and to me, go, I am with you always, even to the end of the age, that I will never leave you nor forsake you, that he can say that now because the Holy Spirit is in them and will be on every descendant of faith. Every person who calls on the name of Jesus and repents, now they can know and identify God is no longer an absent shepherd. And maybe today, how can you apply this? Maybe today you feel alone. You feel absent. Maybe just like the disciples, Jesus seems away, separated, not in the picture. You feel shut in, and even in this quarantine, and maybe today you literally are shut in, but maybe today you feel shut in on your problems, that your problems have shut you in, walled you up, that it's fear, anxiety, worry, doubt, depression, maybe it's addiction, maybe it's something that's been spoken over you, some life trauma, some abuse, some marital issue, something you're dealing with today has spoken fear into your life. All you have to do today is get a revelation of Jesus Christ and who He is. See, when He came into the room, He showed them who He was to prove. You see, Jesus is the only guy who's ever risen from the grave. He's the only one who was ever a perfect man who could deal with the issue of sin. He's the only one in whom all the prophets unanimously foretold and He unanimously fulfilled every single prophecy against him. No other person in history has done all the things that Jesus has done. So when you look at the facts and you look to God's word and see that his scars are real, that he is who he says he is, that the entire time he has been trying to get to you and to me to be present in the midst of your fear. And one word he speaks to you and to me today is peace. Peace I leave with you. And how? Know and receive him and who he is and then receive His presence inside of you. You see, He's a God now who is permanently present. In the middle of our absence, church, today, you feel absent from all the things that we normally do. Know this, that He is not an absent shepherd. That's a good thing. That's a good news. He is Emmanuel, God with us. He is the Lord, our shepherd, who leads us and guides us and restores us. We don't have any want because He's the one that we fear no evil with for his rod, his staff, his comforts us. But see, here's my challenge to you that for so many people today, they still don't know. To them, God is still an absent shepherd. Maybe that's you. You don't feel him. You don't sense him. That fear is more real than he is. They don't know an intimate relationship. In that void, you try to fill that absence with so many meaningless things from relationships to money, to pride, to fame, to insecurity, to anger to unforgiveness, and they don't know in the valley of the shadow of death, all they have is to fear evil. In the midst of their enemies, they don't have a table set before them. As they walk through the valley of the shadow of death, there's only death. He's absent. But there is a God who is a good shepherd who wants His church, His flock, to tell the world and take His presence. He says, go, tell them. Go into the world and make disciples. You see, His challenge is the same as the Father now has sent me, now I sent you. If you're a believer today, my challenge to you is this. In the midst of your absence from feeling like you're the church, in the midst of your absence from going to church, can you identify with what the world perhaps feels every single day and they don't know it? They don't know what's on the other side. 
They've never missed it. They've never experienced it or tasted and seen how good the Lord is. And it's for you and for me that we are now the indwelling place, temples of the Holy Spirit. We now have the commission to go and tell them He is no longer an absent shepherd. You don't have to feel alone. And today, I want to encourage you, believer or not believer, would you take a moment and just receive Jesus more now than maybe you ever have to receive Him and who He is, to see Him for what He's done for each of us, and to receive and say, God, give me Your Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, I want more of You in my life, that I have more peace, more power. And as a Christian, that I will go and tell someone in the midst of the absence, in the midst of the chaos, in the midst of the fear of life, He is no longer an absent shepherd. Hey, thanks for listening in online. I want to ask you today, if you were to die today, where would you spend eternity? We love you and we want God's best for your life. The Bible says that Jesus came preaching, repent and believe in the good news that God's kingdom has come. That simply means that God has so loved the world, He sent His Son, Jesus, that He lived a sinless life, that He died an atoning death, substituting His life for your life on the cross, that He went into the grave, and on the third day He rose again, conquering sin, death, and all the condemnation and shame that comes with it. You can have a right relationship with God today by simply praying a simple prayer from your heart to God. He hears you. It's simply to say, Jesus, I turn from my way of living and give you control of my life. And I believe that Jesus is who he says he is. And Father, I ask for the power of the Holy Spirit to help me live a victorious life over sin. If you want to know more, we'd love to pray with you. Go to SanctuaryFWC.com. And on that homepage, click the link about learning more about Jesus Christ. We want to connect with you. And next, today, maybe you're a believer. And you're challenged by the word of the absent shepherd. Would you pray with us to have God's heart in this time of absence? That we would identify not only with the absent heart of God for the lost. That he's longing for the lost. But also the world's heart who's been absent from him. And feeling the same things we're feeling every week. Would you pray with us this week? To apply this message. And next, families, moms, dads, grandma, grandpa, would you lead your family in home church? We encourage you every Sunday, take moments together to worship, to pray, to hear a message from God, and even give and serve as a family. Every night, have a devotional time together. Let this time be time to be the church. And one way you can do that is help us keep the mission of Sanctuary alive. Every month, Sanctuary sends support to missionaries around the world and here locally, like this wall behind me. We can be a part of this great mission by giving online, by text to give, or in the mail. We encourage you. We bless you in God's name. We hope to see you next week.